Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to Mind Love, episode 199. Today's episode is all about the healing power of essential oils. This is plant medicine in its purest form. It's highly concentrated. And like one drop of cinnamon bark, example, would have the same effect on insulin sensitivity as a teaspoon plus of cinnamon bark powder. So we're talking, again, micro doses in the scheme of things that have a profound effect on the body. And so what I try to do is talk about how to approach chronic disease at the root cause, at how to reduce inflammation, how to allow the body, give the body what the body needs to heal literally from the inside out. And we find that one thing that's very, very fascinating is that the literature, the medical literature refers to essential oils as harmonizers, which means they help the body heal itself. Turn up your frequency with Mind Love. Bite-sized brain hacks for seekers, dreamers, and doers. It's time to give your mind a little love with your host, Melissa Monti. Hello, my love. If you have not yet subscribed, please hit that cute little button. Subscribing, sharing, and five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts are a really great way to give back if you find this show helpful. They help the show climb the charts, which helps more people find it and helps me get even better guests for you. Today, I want to share a review that gave me all the feels from Hippie Sammy, who says, I honestly don't have enough words to explain how much Melissa and friends have shed such a beautiful ray of color into life for me. Always so real and rugged at times, and yet so gentle and patient when it comes to working through ourselves fully, noticing our true beauty and power, and learning to love ourselves in the process. I appreciate your sweet soul and the journey you've helped me take on over the years just by being a lovely soul and sharing your experiences with all of us. I recommend this podcast to everyone like someone would recommend a great pizza place or coffee spot. Thanks for giving my mind a little love, and I'll forever be grateful and a lifelong listener. Oh, I cannot tell you the feels that this gave me. I love this review so much. I'm so happy that you're in my circle, Sammy, and thank you so much for leaving this review. Do you live each day with pain? There's an essential oil for that. Feel depressed or anxious? There's an oil for that. Need help sleeping? There's an essential oil. Going through a breakup? Oil. Can't find the TV remote? There's probably an oil for that too. Just kidding, but in all seriousness, it does seem like the use for essential oils is never ending, which can make a lot of people skeptical. But if you think about it, nature was our original pharmacy. Food is medicine, plants are medicine, even fresh air is medicine. Many people don't realize that natural medicine is core to pharmacy. And what I mean by that is a lot of medications in use today have been created and synthesized from plants and sourced from areas in nature like the rainforest. These compounds are responsible for some of the most important medical advancements of our time. And these include drugs like aspirin, which we'll talk about in the episode, and which was derived from white willow bark, 
opiates were discovered from the opioid poppy. A treatment for malaria was discovered from the cinchona tree in South America. One of the most common chemotherapies in use today, Taxol, was first isolated from the bark of a Pacific yew. Treatments for other cancers such as Hodgkin's disease and neuroblastoma have stemmed from the Madagascar periwinkle. So there's a lot. And the thing is, our body often responds better to natural compounds than synthetic compounds, which is why we absorb more nutrients from whole foods than we do from synthetic supplements, for example. Which brings me to essential oils. Why are they so powerful? Essential oils are the most concentrated and potent of all botanical extracts. Because of the extraction process, essential oils can be 70 to 100 times stronger than the actual plant. Crazy, right? Who knew healing could smell so good? And there are thousands of types of oils and combinations for different ailments or needs. Everything from headaches to Alzheimer's, from focus to keeping bugs away. My issue though is what kind should I get and how do I use it? What should I be looking for? Why are some so much more expensive than others? And does therapeutic grade that we hear from so many network marketers mean anything real? I'll give you a hint. It doesn't, but there are other things that you should look for. Well, we're going to go into all of that today. I have had so many questions answered in this episode. So if you've been curious about essential oils, do not miss it. Our guest is the perfect person to usher us in. First, because he's not in direct sales, so his wisdom isn't tainted by a profit bias. And his name is Dr. Eric Zielinski, otherwise known as Dr. Z. He's the author of the national bestseller, The Healing Power of Essential Oils and The Essential Oils Apothecary. Dr. Z has pioneered natural living education since 2003. He's trained as an aromatherapist, public health researcher, and chiropractor. And he started naturallivingfamily.com in 2014 with his wife to help people learn how to use natural remedies like essential oils safely and effectively. So three key things we will learn are how essential oils can help us with everything from minor ailments to chronic disease, what to look for in essential oils and which labels are marketing scams, and how to get started with your own home apothecary. But before we get into the goods of this episode, I want to invite you to wake up to the morning mind love. It's not your typical annoying newsletter. Instead, each weekday morning, you get a little inspiration to set your tone for the day. Think of it like a little love letter from the cosmos. Plus, when you sign up, you get two amazing free gifts, a 30-minute binaural meditation and 30 days of self-reflective journaling prompts to help you grow. And it is all completely free. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up. Or if you're out and about, just text the word morning to 33777. And now let's welcome Dr. Eric Zelensky to the show. Well, thank you for having me. We're both rocking our blue block glasses and we are just going live. So I'm going to have so many questions for you because essential oils is one of those things where I have not memorized all the things that they're useful for. (laughs) And so I have my little set of essential oils, but I continuously hear how helpful they are for different things. And because I live a very holistic lifestyle, I'm always looking for the more natural remedies. So I'm curious, how did you become interested in essential oils? Yeah, so for me, it was really more of a supply and demand kind of thing. I I had the demand, I had a need for a medicine cabinet, and I didn't have anything in my medicine cabinet. 
20 years ago. It was empty because I was, I had my own healing transformation through prayer, meditation, through nutrition, exercise. And I was of the mindset because I was very much failed by by conventional medicine. As a child, I was clinically depressed. I, I battled through suicide ideation. Um, I self-medicated with alcohol, cigarettes, narcotics. Like I was a wreck emotionally, mentally, physically. Medicine failed me. I call myself a medical failure in that sense. And I went to many doctors, well-intentioned. They just couldn't help me. And so I was very much hesitant. I really was. I, I was I was that guy who would just grin bear a headache, a migraine, indigestion, gas, nausea, not because I was too tough, but because I was more concerned about the side effects and I just didn't trust medicine. And my medicine cabinet was literally empty. So that's really where the demand started. Like I just didn't have anything. I mean, what do you do? What do you do when you cut yourself and you want to help, you know, instead of neosporin, what's the solution? What do you want to do when you are up at night and your mind's going a million miles per hour and you want to sleep? I mean, all these little things. So when you go into your medicine cabinet, just look at all that stuff. Currently, my medicine cabinet is what you're looking at, but it's all essential oil-based. And that's really what it was. It started with that. And ultimately, long and the short of it, I fumbled. I fumbled through some things. I followed advice on Dr. Google, which, by the way, never do. Well-intentioned, but very ignorant bloggers giving very, very bad healthcare medical advice. I hurt myself by using essential oils. Like I put oregano on my face, um, burned myself because I was supposed to help with a pimple and acne. Long and the short of it is I was very much hesitant. Like, I don't know what to do. Like this stuff is real. It's it's strong, obviously, because I just hurt myself. I burned myself. What do I do? How do I handle this? And then coincidentally, it's just kind of how things work, you know, in life. One of my clients at the time, because I was a public health researcher essentially for hire, commissioned me to write a series of public health reports about essential oils. So now this was my job. It was like my J-O-B to read hundreds of clinical trials to talk about everything from insulin sensitivity to weight loss to blood pressure and stress, anxiety, depression, and even cancer. I'm like, wow, this stuff is legit. And so here we are today. I mean, it's been roughly eight years since that, or seven years, or eight years since that project. And it transformed my life. It really did. And I never thought I would be doing this professionally at the level that I'm at. But again, going back to supply and demand, as a researcher, this is public health 101 stuff, y'all. Like as a researcher, we need independence from financial bias. But I couldn't, and I still can't find any blogger, anyone, anyone online, at least that I could search and comes up on Google or whatever, DuckDuckGo, wherever your search engine, I can't find anyone talking about how to use essential oils without at least linking to a company or their network marketing representative and all that. Not that that's a bad thing, but the problem is when everyone has a financial bias out there, that skews what's being said, that skews the literature and, and this, this need for someone to be brand neutral. And that's what I put out to do. And I didn't realize it, quite frankly, but there was a huge demand for that. So whether someone's a doTERRA representative, a Young Living representative, whether they like to go to eating gardens or plant therapy, whatever, it doesn't matter. I will serve you and I'll help you. And I was like, wow, that's kind of cool that I could speak my mind without having to be subject to any sort of FDA compliance because I don't sell the product, which is kind of cool, by the way, because everyone else is handcuffed. They're censored. They can't speak the healing benefits of essential oils. It's illegal. Wow, that's kind of crazy. Yeah. You can't sell a product and talk about the healing benefits of it. 
So here I am in this little world all by myself on this island, went to aromatherapy school to learn this trade, um, written out three books, and it's just a blessing to be able to share this with people. Yeah, I have one of the things that has stopped me from becoming as into essential oils as I can feel in my heart I want to be because I do gravitate towards the holistic remedies and and I mean come on they're so appealing they even smell amazing so I have them for my diffuser and things like that but it is hard to find information and I am skeptical of different network marketing things cuz uh I feel like my parents were <laughs> kind of got thrown in and spit out of that so I just look at everything with a more critical eye. And even with everything going on in the world, I I don't trust sources without looking into the studies myself. And then even then, you got to ask yourself, who funded this study? What other studies could be done but don't have the... Uh, the funds to be able to do a study that is recognized as peer-reviewed with a large enough sample size. And there's so many things that in my own healing journey, I used to have a pretty severe case of bulimia for over a decade and I destroyed my stomach. And so a lot of my entry into holistic health was figuring out what would actually work for me without Mm -hmm. feeling dependent on a medication my whole life. And so I have found... Uh, some really powerful healing modalities through things that don't have reputable studies. And then I met, I share it with people and they're like, that's pseudoscience. And I'm like, pseudoscience? I've lived it. You know, like if, yeah. if pseudoscience to you is anything that isn't, isn't funded by big pharma, then you're going to miss out on a lot of powerful things in your life or, or you're going to be limited on what you're open-minded to try. And so when it comes to essential oils, Give us a little background on on what they really are and how they became uh, such a part of modern life. Well, let me paint the picture. Well, first of all, what are they? I mean, essential oils are volatile organic compounds that come directly from plants. So when you put your nose into a rose and you inhale that beautiful aroma, it's a physical particle emitted from the plant that interacts with your nasal mucosa and it triggers a cascade of neurological events through your olfaction and ends up through stimulating your limbic system, which is the primal brain, which controls autonomic function, your memory, your mood, your emotions, your breathing rate, your heart rate. So just, just to point out, this is very, very important to us from an evolutionary perspective that we lived all of our lives, like 100% of our lives existed breathing fresh air up until relatively recently in the span of humanity. That's really important because even when people had homes, they didn't have airtight homes like we do today, right? Just think about that. Think about windows always being open and they didn't have glass the way that we have it. We're, We're contained. So when you think about how we've evolved, throughout all since beginning, you know, dawn of humanity to today, breathing volatile organic compounds constantly being emitted from plants. It, it puts things into perspective of how far away we are from that today, living up to 95 to 99%, 100% some people of your time indoors. All right. So volatile organic compounds, volatile meaning they readily evaporate at room temperature, organic meaning they're carbon-based, and compound meaning there are a lot of different chemicals in this one oil. So when you pick up the bottle of rose, 
you're, you're looking at 100 to up to 300 different plant chemicals that make up that essential oil. And typically they're steam distilled. Um, citrus oils are cold pressed or expressed, very similar to olive oil. And some very precious oils like jasmine and others, they are extracted through a, because they can't be steam distilled. And that's through a, a solvent. And CO2 is actually a really cool solvent right now um, that's non-toxic and it's wonderful. So when we look at how essential oils have been used since the dawn of humanity back in the day, they never had what we have today. And I think that's really important. I mean, that's really important to point out. You know, as a Christian, there's a lot, there's a misnomer that the oils of the Bible and Jesus had frankincense and myrrh. No way. You know why I know that? Because steam distillation wasn't invented till the ninth century AD by Arab alchemists, right? So that gets us to the, at least, you know, the early thousands. What we have today, the concentrated plant-based steamed distilled essential oils is unlike anything our ancestors have ever used. And they're extremely potent, okay? And to put this into perspective and why it's so important and how I look at it differently, again, going back to you asked how I use them and where my story, this is my medicine cabinet. So think about the dawn of the pharmaceutical industry and where did chemists and pharmacists come up with the chemical structure for the drugs that people take? And I'll trust me. I mean, Susie chemist and John Doe chem, you know, pharmacist didn't wake up in the middle of the night with a dream with a vision thinking, oh, let's combine these hydrogens and carbons and nitrogens together to create a drug. No, literally every drug on the market today has a basis in plant chemistry. And the example, the best example is willow bark. Our ancestors have used willow bark and the extract from willow bark, which is rich in a chemical in the salicin family, a salicylate, which is extremely pain-relieving. It's anti-inflammatory. So our ancestors used to make pulses and salves and rubs from willow bark. And then this really smart person came up with this idea like, hey, why don't we find out what is in willow bark that makes it so healing, so pain-relieving, so anti-inflammatory? And they found it. Oh, well, we could we can extract this, manufacture it now, and put a white shiny coating on it, and let's call it aspirin. That's the basis for the drug aspirin, which is the same basis for your metformin, your chemotherapy, and whatever drug is on the market. So that's where I want to paint the picture here, is, is this is plant medicine in its purest form. It's highly concentrated, and like one drop of cinnamon bark example, um, would have the same effect on insulin sensitivity as a teaspoon plus of cinnamon bark powder. So we're talking, again, micro doses in the scheme of things that have a profound effect on the body. And so what I try to do, especially in my new book, The Essential Oils Apothecary, is talk about how to approach chronic disease at the root cause, at how to reduce inflammation, how to allow the body, give the body what the body needs to heal literally from the inside out. And we find that one thing that's very, very fascinating is that the literature, the medical literature refers to essential oils as harmonizers, which means they help the body heal itself, which is a completely different concept than what we're used to in medicine. This is a vitalistic philosophy where we heal from the inside out instead of outside in. It's like basically you give the body what the body needs so the body 
can restore itself. And that typically means help the body detoxify, help the body reduce inflammation, help the body free up the metabolic function and the immune function so the body can really do what it needs to do. So anyway, this whole concept of essential oils is not new, but it's newer to us because quite frankly, the advent of the antibiotic in the 1940s kicked out the essential oils. I mean, what do you think people use before the antibiotic? Like, no one knows this stuff. But in World War One, World War Two, combat medics were using essential oils on the front lines. I mean, this was all that people had. But they're messy and they're smelly and I'd rather just take a pill, right? That's really what happened. And so it wasn't until really, thank God for the network marketers 20, 30 years ago, that grassroots brought us back like, hey... Let's not forget about this stuff. This stuff's legit. And here we are today. And if this is your first time giving your mind a little love, I have a few goodies for you. First, don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And second, sign up for the Morning Mind Love. Think of it like a weekday oracle from your highest self to help you start each day with a positive focus. Plus, you'll get two gifts absolutely free, a 30-minute binaural meditation and 30 days of journaling prompts to help you remember who you truly are. So join over 9,000 people and go to mindlove.com to sign up or text the word MORNING to 33777. We're all here just trying to live our best lives, right? And while you're here listening to a podcast, you might feel like you're on the right track, but then you visit family or you have a work deadline or something unexpected comes up and you're all stressed out and it feels like all the work is out the window. That's why it's so important to consciously curate what you can control, like who you surround yourself with, what you watch, what you listen to. So I'm going to add another podcast to your toolbox, The Dr. John Deloney Show. He has a PhD in counseling and has been sitting with hurting people for 20 years. He shares practical advice for everything from how to connect with people, how to face depression, overcome anxiety, and learn just what it means to be well. But what's really cool about his show is you can even leave a voicemail or send an email and he'll address your topic or question about mental or emotional help on the show. So no matter what you're going through, the Dr. John Deloney show is here for you. Listen to the Dr. John Deloney show wherever you get your podcasts or follow the link on the website. I can attest to the power of essential oils, especially in replacement for antibiotics. So I do not like to take antibiotics and I won't do it. I mean, if it was like a life-threatening thing, I'm sure I would try if nothing else was working, but I try the holistic methods first. I do think there's a place for Western medicine. I just think it's very much overprescribed and we're not often told the downsides of it. And so recently I actually ended up getting a stomach infection that I don't know what it was from, but I used oil of oregano and it cleared up Mm -hmm. in two Mm -hmm. days, oil of oregano capsules. And it worked really, really quickly. And it was funny because I was having a doctor's appointment with an online doctor and she was really great, actually. It was one of my previous sponsors, some company called Plush Care. And it was the first time I used them and they she was actually interested instead of just prescribing me and getting me out the door and talking to me. And she was... Like taking notes about the oil of oregano, like, wow, I need to remember this. And and who knows if she'll actually tell people to use it, given that that's not really how the medical industry tends to work. But one question I have is, you mentioned white willow, and I 
I have, or willow bark, and I use, I do have white willow bark capsules that I've used for different headaches and things like that. Uh, but you said that aspirin is actually basically willow bark extracted, which makes it sound like aspirin might be more holistic than we originally thought or more natural than we originally thought. So what would be the difference then in using those two if they're both derived from the same thing? Well, again, it's a, it's whether you want the natural extracted from plant version or the synthetically manufactured version. So that's the bottom line, just like artificial flavoring versus natural flavoring. So you could search it up. Go search up the FDA website. Look up what flavoring is. According to the FDA, if, if the label says flavoring, natural flavoring, it's essential oil-based. Unartificial flavoring is a synthetic knockoff. And the problem is like anything synthetic, the body does not have the proper receptors to really properly metabolize it and utilize it. So the body considers and sees artificial fragrances and artificial flavors as a toxin. And this goes back to basic immunology where the body will do what the body needs to do to rid itself of what it considers a threat. So whether it's a virus, a bacteria, a fungi, or a flavoring or a fragrance, your metabolic function, this is so important for people that are trying to lose weight, your metabolic function is going to be compromised because the energy that should be used to burn fat, metabolize your food, assimilate nutrition, is being co-opted by essentially keeping you alive and cleansing your body of the toxins that were inundating it all the time by breathing in artificial fragrances and consuming artificial flavors. People don't realize it, but you're consuming essential oils all day long. I mean, what do you think flavors your Coca-Cola? I mean, what do you think flavors anything that you eat? It's whether it's a real version or the fake version. So to answer your question is it's a synthetic, manufactured, isolated compound that is now mixed with fillers, preservatives, things to extend the shelf life. And they completely co-opted what we see in nature. And then they can compound the effect. That's why you mentioned oregano, which is a perfect example. Multiple studies have showed that oregano is on par with many antibiotics, like the efficacy. But because of the wonderful brilliance of scientists, they can compound that effect from the medicinal standpoint, and they could create like a super antibiotic that will have the 10 times of the effect of oregano. I mean, you can't do that. You, you can't 10X the efficacy of oregano. It is what it is, because that's nature. You can't mess with nature. If you do, you're gonna mess with your body. But here's the point though, and this is why it's so important to really consider, and this is unbelievably fascinating, unbelievably fascinating. Just, I call it the wisdom of God, the wisdom of nature, is there is no known resistance to essential oils. So where you have MRSA, antibiotic-resistant bacteria, and other superbugs, we have super viruses, we have super bacteria, and we have super fungi, which no drug, no drug can kill. Essential oils can. Bacteria, fungi, and viruses, according to every, literally every research study I've ever seen, none of them can develop a resistance to essential oils. It's just how nature works. That's the problem. When you get something synthetically manufactured, it, the intelligence of the viruses and the bacteria and the fungi develop resistance. Wow, that's pretty mind-blowing when you get back to it because now we're going to MRSA and a friend of ours had MRSA. Nothing worked because nothing can, meant medicinally. 
He started using essential oils. He started doing some natural things. Boom, he got better. So at the end of the day, it all goes back to what are you trying to do? And if you're like you, if you're willing to try something natural and be patient, because ultimately what we've done is we've succumbed and we've compromised our health because we want something quick. It's just the concept of the microwave. I mean, how toxic is the microwave? And they try to convince us, oh, it's okay, it's okay. No, it's like the worst thing to have in your house, like appliance-wise, but we want it quick. We want, we want that butter melted in five seconds instead of putting it in a, you know, instead of filling up your sink with warm water and waiting or put, you know what I mean? Like we want it now. It's that fast food mentality. That's what drugs do. Drugs are fast. Drugs are manufactured. Drugs, they isolate compounds from nature and then they do whatever they do to make it work quick and without discrimination. And another thing too, I don't want to get on with oregano, but you know what's interesting? Unlike antibiotics, unlike chemotherapy, unlike antifungal drugs, which kill everything indiscriminately, essential oils have what's the literature, the medical literature literally says this, it's pretty cool. Essential oils have what's known as cell selectivity. So when you were ingesting that oregano oil, which was by the way, the best way to do it in a gel capsule, you just don't put it in your mouth like I was told on Dr. Google, you just don't drink it. You could burn your, your throat. What happens is the oregano oil will target the pathogenic bacteria and leave the healthy bacteria alone. There's no explanation. There's no mechanism other than scientists have seen this over and over again. They call it cell selectivity. And it's just like, again, the wisdom of God, the wisdom of nature. So you don't have to worry about killing your microbiome when you're ingesting oregano, like you do have to worry about killing your gut microbiome when you ingest an antibiotic. Yeah. And, you know, I feel like people are a lot more willing to try something natural when it's a a smaller thing like, oh, I have a headache. Let me give a go at like lavender oil or, mm-hmm, or whatever, mm-hmm. peppermint oil. But when it comes to bigger things, we just don't trust the work. And it's probably our programming because we've been sold this idea that there's only one way. One of the things that got me involved or interested in holistic health was watching my dad die of cancer. He was on chemo uh, and it did not work at all. And I ended up doing a lot of research after the fact and found out there's really only like a 2% survival rate on chemo and mm-hmm. it's higher on natural in natural modalities. <laughs> and so, but we're not told that mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and doctors will fight with you tooth and nail on that. And so I'm curious, what are some of the bigger things that uh, essential oils have been proven effective against? Oh, you mentioned cancer. So in my book, I actually have a chapter on cancer and I have a chart that it pulls every research study that was available at the time showing how which essential oil kills which cancer line. And there were, by the way, just a disclaimer here, there's no human trials on this stuff. Um, Like you mentioned, we don't have the deep pockets. We don't have the funding for a lot of this, but there were, and there are dozens of studies, animal studies, in vitro cells in a Petri dish, so I want to paint the picture. This is well-researched that specific essential oils, because of the chemical constituency in them, have a tendency to be efficacious against certain cancer lines. It's pretty profound. So just, just so you know, cancer is a big one. And I have a whole chapter on it. 
Um, Alzheimer's, dementia, have a whole chapter on it. Fatty liver. I mean, most people don't realize, but one third of every adult on the planet has fatty liver. What's fatty liver? Look it up. You'd be surprised. It's scary and it's bad and it's a mimicker of other chronic conditions. And most doctors don't diagnose it properly and they put you on a pain med and an antidepressant medication and you go on your way. Diabetes, obesity. I cover that in length. Heart disease, stroke. I cover that in length. Like, no joke. Like, my book. Like that's the purpose of this book. The first book I wrote was a, essentially essential oil primer. It's a 101. It's give people like, okay, how do we, how do we detox our life, body care, cleaning products, cool, how to use oils on pets and kids and all that fun stuff. But what I got was the resounding effect and the resounding feedback from my readers is like, we need specifics. Like, okay, this is great. I got the basics, but now what? So that's why I subtitled the book, Advanced Strategies and Protocols for Chronic Disease and Conditions. I even cover libido and erectile dysfunction. That's a big one. So I, I, I want to help people approach this chronic disease in this pandemic, which is true, true pandemic of chronic conditions. And there's a lot of things that people can do. And you mentioned cancer. And one of my main concerns through all the folks that we've worked with or friends and family that, that we've had dealing with cancer the concern that I have is that people are working, and I, I'm choosing my words carefully here. Bear with me and listen to my words carefully because it's really important. People are choosing the wrong doctors to work with, and these doctors aren't supportive of their decisions to do things a little outside the box. And that's a problem is because if you don't have a doctor that is supporting you to do whatever it is that you want to investigate, you're going to find yourself at odds. And many, many, many oncologists, just by virtue of CYA covering their assets, they will recommend. I, a friend of ours, their oncologist recommended that she take a vitamin C supplement while on chemo. I mean, how insane is that? Why? Because they don't want anything to affect the immune function. It could interact with chemo. There is no research at all to substantiate about that. And of course, he said, do not touch essential oils. Don't do anything. Like, zero zero guidance on food. Oh, just eat whatever you want. Okay, I'll go to McDonald's. I'll take my chemo. You're going to kill my cancer? So what we want to do is we want to look at finding a doctor to support us. And at the very least, I don't expect he or she to be an aromatherapist or understand nutrition because they don't learn this stuff in school. At least they need to be supportive. And the best doctor in the world will say, you know what? I don't know but it's worth a shot. How about we monitor? Like that's the best answer ever. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't learn that, but why don't we try and we'll monitor it. That is what the kind of person you want to work with. And going back to cancer, essential oils have been shown to actually make chemotherapy more efficacious. The way that essential oils work in the body, they're lipophilic, hydrophobic, they're fat-loving, water-hating, volatile organic compounds. They help drugs work better because most drugs aren't lipid soluble. Drugs don't easily cross the blood-brain barrier. Essential oils can. Drugs sometimes have a hard time entering the cell because of the phospholipid membrane, the fat that protects the cell. Essential oils go right into the cell. So you find that people are taking essential oils and drugs together and the drugs actually perform better and there's less side effects because of the anti-inflammatory effect. It's like, it's mind-blowing. It's mind-blowing. So we cover a lot of this stuff, a lot of this stuff in the book. 
I read recently about uh, the FDA's approval of treating Alzheimer's with essential oils. And it was one of those moments where I was like, oh my gosh, did I just gain a little bit of respect for the FDA, which I have not had in a really long time. (laughs) But then, of course, it became news that then a number of people that worked in the FDA actually resigned because it was controversial. And so I'm wondering, what's the what's the scoop there? What happened? What are your thoughts on that? Uh, because it, it's like we took two steps forward and then like five steps back because people are like, see, like that doesn't work. Otherwise, these people wouldn't have left. I'll just tell you flat out. I mean, just, I, I, I'm going to read a quote. I think this is the best thing. I want to pull up my book quick. I'm going to read a quote because I, I can't make this up. A recent recent literature review sums it up best. Essential oils are effective against almost all currently known pathological targets of Alzheimer's disease. Essential oils possess neuroprotective anti-aging potentials and are effective in dementia, epilepsy, anxiety, and other neurological disorders. Special focus, this is so important, special focus must be given on the edible essential oils which are either part of the diet or use as spices, which will be useful. And the same researchers go on to say, we need to look at using essential oils to replace the current drug approach because the current drug approach is absolutely useless. And that's the issue with Alzheimer's is most of the drugs that are being used for Alzheimer's essentially are here to hijack the acetylcholine cascade in the brain. And I don't know if you want me to get into detail about this or how essential oils play into this, but we can talk about this for a minute. But essential oils are as effective, the research suggests, as medicine for Alzheimer's. And virtually no one knows about this. And so, yeah, of course, when someone comes out brave enough to say it, you're going to get censorship because the cost-benefit analysis from our perspective is huge. But from the pharmaceutical perspective, I mean, they just lost hundreds of millions of dollars. So it's a big, big issue. And now for another episode of Lies We've Been Told About Our Health. We've all heard we need eight glasses of water a day, right? Well, hydration isn't actually about water intake. It's about the balance of water and electrolytes so that our bodies are actually absorbing the water instead of just passing it through. A lot of people go for those sugary sports drinks, but let's be real, those do more harm than good. I've found a better solution. Element. It's a zero sugar electrolyte drink that's all about effective hydration. Each pack gives you essential electrolytes like sodium and potassium without the unnecessary additives found in other drinks. The team behind Element includes experts in biochemistry and nutrition, so they really know what they're doing. And it's not just for everyday use either. Elite athletes and teams, Olympic weightlifters, CrossFit champions, Navy SEALs, all rely on it too, which to me says a lot about its effectiveness. Here's what makes them really unique. They recently launched a hot chocolate line with flavors like chocolate mint, chocolate chai, and chocolate raspberry. Ever since I went alcohol-free, I've been really intentional about luxurious, health-focused drinks so I can sit back and unwind while actually doing good for my body. And the Element Chocolate Chai is great for relaxing in the evening or warming up after winter sports. And you can try Element totally risk-free. If you don't like it, you'll get your money back, no questions asked. 
Receive a free Element sample pack with any order when you purchase through drinkelement.com slash mindlove. That's drinklmnt.com slash mindlove to get a free starter pack with any order. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I really need to get something off my chest. Being a mom of a three-year-old boy is really freaking hard, and sometimes it has me questioning my sanity. But then he'll grab my face and call me his sweet little mama. Yes, that's a real thing he says, <laughs> and it will all melt away until I break his banana. I thought I was done with emotionally abusive relationships, but nope. We all carry around stressors, big and small, and when we keep them all bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. For me, just talking things through is hugely helpful, but it's so hard finding friends and family that are unbiased or non-judgmental. And therapy isn't just about dealing with major trauma, you know? It's about learning healthy coping mechanisms, setting boundaries, becoming the best version of yourself. And BetterHelp makes it super convenient, too. Everything's done online so you can fit therapy sessions around your schedule. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash MindLove today and get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash MindLove. If you have been living in this last year and have been looking anywhere deeper than mainstream news, it's just so clear. Like you can't, if you weren't informed about the way the pharmaceutical industry works, <laughs> like it's, it's hard not to be. And an example of this that just happened is my cousin who's young and healthy. She got COVID and she ended up having a bad case of it. And she wasn't really getting any help from from doctors. She doesn't really trust the medical industry either, but they weren't giving her things that actually worked or the things that she trusted. And so I ended up finding out that she has, was her symptoms went away, but she was still having a really hard time breathing. And thankfully I have connections with people because of what I do. And I was able to connect her with a, one of the only doctors in California that was willing to prescribe certain mm -hmm. medications that you aren't mm -hmm. even allowed to say on social media without it getting wiped away, even though there's mm -hmm. virtually no risk at all to these. They've been used for years, but they're really cheap. And she got prescribed this and she was out of bed for the first time in two weeks wow. after it. And I'm just like, I cannot believe this, that they're going to let young people suffer when we have things that doctors are screaming works, but they can't even prescribe it at risk of losing their licenses. And so just the corruption or the amount of power that we give bigger companies and I mean, that's a whole, a whole deeper issue. But for the people that are maybe listening, thinking, okay, I have had something that has been chronic or I am on a medication that I'm supposed to be on for life. What are some of the other conditions that essential oils work particularly well with that might be common? I like that question because it really is a wonderful segue to my primary recommendation of where people get started. And you need to get started with your pain points. I mean, you, you just don't start any any protocol, whether it's a supplement, essential oil, exercise, nutrition, and you, you want to heal, you know, autoimmunity next month. I mean, what I see is people setting themselves up consistently for disappointment and failure because they're trying to take down giants without even realizing 
hey, let's 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 be a little more strategic here and let's focus on the low-hanging fruit. So what I'm saying is you could live a cancer-killing lifestyle if you're really trying to reverse cancer, which hopefully you are, right? You could do that on the same way, doing your body good by managing the symptoms, which oftentimes contribute to the cancer and we're looking at the root causes. So what I'm saying is when you look at your life, focus on the things that are really, really bothering you. And those are the things typically like the day to day in and day out, anxiety, stress, you know, crappy mood, maybe indigestion, pain, sleep, um, libido, like these little things that, that are nagging. But these are the things that really rob us of the abundant life. Because someone can have a chronic condition. I mean, someone can be diagnosed with cancer, but having a cancer experience without pain, without insomnia, without libido issues, without XYZ, that's a completely different experience than going through cancer with all those other symptoms. Like, trust me what I'm saying here. The symptoms are what's really robbing people of the abundant life. And it makes life miserable day in, day out. Because those are the things that are screaming at you. Cancer doesn't scream at you. Heart disease doesn't scream at you all day. It's the pain in your joints. It's the mood issues. It's the fact that you're uncomfortable day in and day out. And that, unlike anything on the planet, nothing that I could see, and no one can argue with me, prove me otherwise, because I want to find it. Nothing on the planet can help manage symptoms better than essential oils. I mean, they are instant. Pain, instant. Sleep, instant. If you want to get into the parasympathetic rest and digest mode to relax and calm, if you want to stop a panic attack in its tracks, essential oils. And I'll throw a few out because depression, anxiety, and panic were things that I used to struggle with. Citrus oils needs to be in everyone. A variety of citrus oils needs to be in everyone's medicine cabinets. Lime, neroli, bergamot, lemon, orange, pettit grain, grapefruit, the list goes on and on. The rich in limonene, which is a chemical which has been shown to kill cancer cells, extremely anti-inflammatory, rich in antioxidants. These oils help your body. They literally stimulate dopamine, serotonin, and GABA, the neurotransmitters in your brain. Like this is changing your brain physiology. So even if you might feel like junk, oh, this is so important, by the way, regardless of your circumstances, and I I have a phrase and I say this very cautiously, but you are not a victim. It's almost like a bad word nowadays. You're not a victim of your circumstances. You can absolutely change your environment around you and you can more importantly change how you respond to the stimuli that happens to you. So regardless if all hell breaks loose, Regardless if you just lost your job, if you just got served divorce papers, regardless if you just got diagnosed with COVID, regardless of whatever trauma or overwhelming burden just landed on your lap, you have a choice on how you want to respond. That right there might be the most empowering thing that you listen to all day, maybe all year. But imagine having something at your fingertips that can help you respond better, that literally changes your brain physiology. Imagine having something that you could diffuse, something that you could spray, something that you could apply on your skin, making your own little body care lotion is so easy. Imagine something you can add to your your latte in the morning or your guacamole. Like I'm talking very simple day in and day out. That is really when I'm finding that people get the biggest bang for the buck. Primarily, 
once you on once you're on this lifestyle and once you start to tackle let's say knee pain or insomnia or libido issues like these are quick like these are easy things to manage and i say that very respectfully for someone like i've been dealing with chronic fatigue my whole life fibromyalgia you saying it's easy yeah kind of i mean it's 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 quick i mean this stuff can work really quick but you can't live the fast food lifestyle i know i'm preaching to the choir here like especially at this point if you've listened this long we got you hooked right if if you can't live the standard American diet lifestyle and expect to use an essential oil in your life be changed. That's like taking one step forward, but two steps back. Like if you, and that's why I cover this stuff in the book. Like if you approach your life holistically, trying to incorporate clean eating, clean drinking water, clean air. I mean, the things that we don't think about, what are you cleaning with? What are you putting on your body? Are you just inundating yourselves with artificial fragrances that are known to be, you know, brain inflammatory stimulators causing dementia and Alzheimer's and, and, and cancer? No joke. So when you look at this stuff holistically, like, wow, I have a lot more control than I think. And now here's a cool thing. You are fortifying your defenses so that when crap hits a fan and it will, it will, there's always going to be something that's going to be on the horizon that, that has a potential of shaking you. That's really the problem that happened with COVID. And it's not a criticism, myself included. Many, 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 we're talking billions of people were emotionally and mentally unprepared for this. And that is the number one difference between those people that are thriving through this and those people that are really struggling. I mean, that's the difference. Regardless of the jobs lost, the lives lost, or the chaos around us, the people that are getting through this much better, you think these people are crazy. Maybe they're crazy or maybe they've just trained their bodies and maybe they had defense mechanisms already set in place. So whether it's whatever trauma it is, whatever crisis it is, they're ready for it. And I didn't know, quite frankly, how our lifestyle would have prepared us for COVID. And I will say I'm very blessed that my family and I have done very well through this experience emotionally, mentally, spiritually, and physically. We had things set up our day-to-day little ways of exercising and moving and spending family time. We didn't stop socializing. We, we focused on the stress and anxiety management. Our way of life is that way. And I, I, I took it for granted. I'll confess. I took it for granted at one point, just realizing, well, I'm just doing this just to be healthy, not realizing how truly, how truly beneficial, how truly beneficial this quote, essential oil lifestyle can be. And so when we started sharing this last year, when crap hit the fan and everyone's freaking out, people started realizing, wow, you're right. I mean, again, there are legit traumatic experiences and crises and that's hard, but there's a difference between someone getting to the brink of taking their life and someone who says, you know what? I can get through another day. And, and this is life-saving stuff when you change your mentality on that. And so we in hope and we pray that as people go through our books and they learn about the things that your other guests are talking about, that they tap into this empowering experience that they truly, truly can shape the reality. I want to ask you about finding essential oils of quality because I remember going down a rabbit hole and it was one of the things that confused me. And you hear a lot of the network marketers saying, this is the only essential oil that's safe to ingest. And this, this one's therapeutic grade. And then I was looking stuff up and found some article where it talked about how therapeutic grade is just a, 
a marketing ploy. And, and so then I just got more confused and I didn't know what to look for. And I didn't know if things were actually safe to ingest or if that was a sales technique. And so what what brands do you trust and what do you look for when you're looking for something safe or even how to use it? I mean, I'm, I'm sure your book explains ex- how to use it and is that trusted source, but what about the brands or are there any certifications or specific things to look for? Yeah, yeah. So in the book, I do provide you know step-by-step guidance on how to find a, a good company or two for you. But to be true to my brand agnostic, you know, financially unbiased um, nature, I, I will not even, I can't even recommend a brand. But I say that not as a cop-out, but to, to tell you there are multiple, there's several good companies out there. But you bring up a point. You bring up a point of adulteration. You bring us a point of mislabeling. You bring us, you bring us to a point of this is whether it's supplements, whether it's CBD, whether it's wine, whether it's olive oil, or whether it's essential oils. You really can't trust what's on the label. I mean, the five most adulterated products on the planet are coffee, wine, olive oil, CBD, and essential oils. Up to 75% of all, and that's crazy, folks. You would not believe what's on your wine or in your wine. Like, for example, crazy stuff. Same thing with your coffee. Up to 75% of all the essential oils on the market are adulterated. And you bring a good point. You can't trust the label because anyone can say anything. So the big picture, all of it is this. You want purity. You just want essential oils. And the only way, the only way of making sure that the essential oil is unadulterated and pure is to get a batch-specific report known as a GCMS, a gas chromatography mass spectrometry report. Essentially, what this is, it's the blood panel. So imagine you go to the readylab.com to get like a heart disease risk panel, get your blood drawn, they come back a couple weeks later with a report. It's like the executive report that tells you your cardiovascular disease risk factors. And they say, oh, these risk, these, you know, these enzymes and these hormones, this, this, that, that is within normal limits or without normal limits. Here's the executive summary. High level stuff. You don't have to be, you know, a cardiologist to understand it. That's what the GCMS is. I'm not expecting people to look at the chemical constituency and be like, oh, well, normal peppermint has this much menthol. This has, no, no. What it says in these reports is there are adulterants, there are pesticides, or they're not. I mean, it basically is telling you at a high level, here's the thing. Any company worth their weight in salt, and this is a fact, any company that is worth you paying for any essential oil has to have third-party validation. They pay millions of dollars out of their pocket to have their products tested before they go to market. And, and those companies that do it, of course, in the spirit of transparency, they post that online. That's what you want. Like That's a good, easy, first level of, okay, cool. I, at least they're transparent. At least I could see the report. And all you look, click on the report, and I'll tell you flat out, the report's out there. It's it's not adulterated nine times out of 10. Like who's going to put up a report that says their product's junk? That report, if it does say their product's junk, they scrap it. Because that happens. Contamination happens. It touches so many hands from the from farm to manufacturing. So, But the key is this, though. And maybe we could segue into a study that is really fascinating about burnout and overwhelm. But it's relative in that you have to find what works for you. And this is really, really important. And I wish more doctors and even more naturopaths and integrative practitioners would practice this, is that what works for me is a 41-year-old Caucasian male with an ancestry of that reaches to Poland 
is not necessarily going to work for, let's say, a 75-year-old female whose ancestry is from Kenya. Completely different melanin on her skin, completely different um, chemistry in her bodies. I'm a man, she's a woman, right? There's a lot of things. She's older, I'm younger. You know, I want to point out biochemical individuality is really important. So what I do is I go through this process in the book called a organoleptic evaluation. How do you perceive the essential oil? Through your six, not five, but six senses. Taste, touch, you know, the experience. So some people will literally open up a bottle of peppermint and immediately get a headache. Why? If the oil is pure, which means no other fillers, no adulterants, if it's pure, it doesn't mean the oil's bad. It means for some reason, and I wish I knew a reason why, but your body just isn't jiving with it. There's a chemical imbalance there. And same thing with your drugs. Same thing with your supplements. You should test something first before just taking the whole bottle, right? So what you're looking for is no reaction. No reaction is a good reaction. You open up a bottle, you smell it, good. Hopefully there's no reaction. There's also this this emotional component, this deep emotional healing component where through olfaction, again, we're, we're talking about the limbic system here. When you smell something, memories, mood, and emotions get triggered. And think of something that makes you happy. Like maybe it could be the smell of Thanksgiving dinner or the smell of freshly baked bread. Maybe it reminds you of something good, right? That, that's, that's memory. That's through your sense of smell. Well, the opposite can happen too. So how many people right now, and everyone, by the way, I mean, a whole nother topic for a whole nother day, everyone on the planet, I could argue, has been traumatized to one level or another in the last year and a half. Whether it was your freedoms being stripped, whether it's fear of the virus or whatever, we've all gone through something. Whether it's being forced to quarantine, forced to wear a mask or whatever it might be, everyone has gone through some level of trauma. What if, and this is where we're at, and this is we're about to hit a major, major mental health breakdown unless something drastically changes in the next several months. What if there were and there are a strong aroma in the room when something happens, right? You just get the phone call, mom died. Or you just get, you just see in the news, wow, kid's school is closed again. You got a homeschool, whatever. If there was a strong aroma, that could be associated with that negative traumatic experience. Why am I saying this? Well, two years down the line, and this is a fact, two years down the line, if you smell that aroma again, it can bring, it will literally bring you back to that traumatic experience. So that's why the power of smell is so important. That's why you have to test the oil first. And there are some people who literally cannot smell an essential oil because of something that happened to them in the past. And other people, they've abused essential oils. They use too much. It's called sensitization, right? So all in short of it is I recommend if someone's looking at, go get a referral, talk to a loved one that you trust. Hopefully there's someone in your life that you trust in a sense that use essential oils and say, hey, we're, what do you recommend? Search online, do a little quick thing, but you got to try. Get a $15, $20 starter kit, get a couple oils and just experience them. Um, everything from putting a drop on the back of your hand and rubbing it, that's a skin patch test, just like how you would test an inconspicuous part of the carpet to make sure it doesn't stain before cleaning the whole carpet. Think in these terms. And again, again, all the details in the book, but I want to guide people in the fact that you made a good supposition. And here's your supposition. I really appreciate your questions because what we're really saying here is because of mislabeling, we're misunderstanding and misguided information from well-intentioned marketers. But two things I want people to take away from this. 
purity of essential oils does not guarantee safety. Got to use them the right way. And purity doesn't guarantee therapeutic efficacy. That's the thing. I get this all the time. People get upset. It's not working for me. Well, how did your antibiotic work? Well, it didn't work. Well, <laughs> you know, it's not like the antibiotic broke. It wasn't like it didn't do its job. It's like your body didn't react well to it. There's a reason. There's a reason why your body doesn't respond well to something. And that's why I want to say, look, like a doctor practices medicine, we want to practice essential oils. So the other question about certification, you don't need it. I mean, I've gone through the certification courses. Like you don't need to go through a two or 300 hour herbal course or essential oil course. Like pick up my books, go to your favorite blogger. I mean, there's several websites that are really good information. I hope that people find me as a trusted resource. You can learn a lot of the basics as long as you use them safely, wisely, follow the dilutions and make sure that you're, you're being careful. You'll find yourself really mastering this in no time. Well, thank you so much for all the information you brought about this. Again, it feels like divine timing because I am so interested in them. I do have them, but like I said, I've gotten overwhelmed or confused when I've done my own research. So I'm glad that I have a place I can go to now. And for listeners that are interested in learning more about your work, your books, where is the best place for them to connect with you? Well, my website, we have a plethora, I mean, hundreds of articles and recipes and all kinds of cool things on naturallivingfamily.com. And if you want to pick up the book, please do go to eoapothecary.com. And the, the book is available everywhere books are sold. But when you go to the website, eoapothecary.com, you sign up, buy the book, and we have a wonderful, wonderful thank you gift package, which includes six hours of video masterclass where my wife and I show you how to make more than um, a dozen and a half of the recipes. And we have dozens of uh, recipe cards and PDFs, like the charts, some of the things I mentioned even today. So go to eoapothecary.com and join the community. All the links from this episode will be at mindlove.com slash 198. Your challenge for this week is to get to know one essential oil, whether it's one that you already have in your house or one you've been excited to try. Get to know all of the uses with it. For me, I know that sometimes it's the overwhelm that keeps me from trying something new. And so I fall back into my old ways. Well, my old ways with traditional over-the-counter medication have been long gone, although it did take me quite a while to break. And I can tell you just how freeing it is to feel good about the choices that you're making and to feel informed about them as well. So I have a long way to go when it comes to essential oils, but I'm really excited to dive into them because they keep popping up as to how effective that they really can be. And the more that I actually research them, the more I feel confident in this decision. So try one and let me know how it goes. Or if you are already knowledgeable about essential oils, please reach out to me and share what you know. I am open to this. I'm open to receive. And I want to add a little disclaimer that I am not knocking on network marketers. I do have a healthy dose of skepticism with a lot of things, and I just like to feel, like I said, confident in my choices. So it disheartens me when things are given labels that don't actually mean anything, but I do get the hustle. And I will also say that most people selling these things don't know that the labels don't mean anything. <laughs> it's not like they're trying to scam you. It comes from the top. 
I will also say that some of these MLMs have really, really high quality essential oils. So I'm not saying don't buy from them. I'm just saying that you may also be able to find just as high of quality at a lower price point. But at the same time, there is a benefit sometimes to having a direct salesperson bring you into this world. They're often knowledgeable about how to use these oils. They can teach you things in person. They might've created an online course. So it's all your preference. And that's all for today. If you want to support the show, please support one of my many amazing sponsors. I love all these brands and services so much. You can also join Mind Love Premium by going to mindlove.com slash premium or subscribing to premium right in the Apple Podcasts app. Another great way to support the show is by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. You know how much I love those. I love reading them. I love sharing them. And that's all I got for you. So thanks for giving your mind a little love today and I'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning into your higher frequency with Mind Love. Head to mindlove.com for a free gift to keep your vibes up until next week. Thank you.